Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I wanted to talk with you all about overflowing with thankfulness. So recently I have been tested so much in just the need to be overflowing with thankfulness. So um, like I said, there's been so many things, but I'll share one incident with you all. Um, but my husband and I, you know, we were going to plan to go to Disney Springs. For those of you who live in Florida, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We had um, a business client meeting and so we decided to also take a family trip with the Tara where we get to walk around and enjoy it. And so Michael is typically the one in charge of making sure the stroller is in the car. And I'm in charge of making sure like the bag, the diaper bag is good and everything. So we get to Disney Springs and Michael tells me, oh my gosh, I left the stroller in the other car. So for those of you guys who are probably parents, I'm sure you're familiar with this, but Anyways, yeah, so I was like just angry, you know, and not that I was only angry because he said that, but when I responded to him saying, you should have made sure that the stroller was in there, he responded not kindly, but said, well, you could have helped and remembered. And that that's actually what made me really angry and livid. So uh, I remember I was just being so upset. And, you know, praise God, I feel like after we got out of the car, after like 10 minutes went by, I was finally okay again, but it definitely took, you know, a while for me to like get myself together and to enjoy it. And to be honest, even though like I was okay, there was still a little bit of anger and annoyance inside of me. So the next day, you know, I was spending time with the Lord and he took me to Colossians 2. And I wanted to read verses 6 to 7 because this verse really marked me. It says, So then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. And so this really convicted me. The moment I read this passage, the Lord reminded me and said, Gabby, if you were overflowing with thankfulness, even though you were experiencing hardship with you know me now having to carry a Tara you know, everywhere and being tired and sweaty, but if I had a heart that was overflowing with thankfulness, I wouldn't have had room to be angry because the thankfulness in my heart would be overflowing. And God was reminding me, at least you have a family to enjoy Disney Springs, right? At least, you know, you were able to have a business client to get finances met. You know, so the Lord was really reminding me just the importance of overflowing with thankfulness because when we overflow with thankfulness, our thankfulness also gets to overflow into our hardships. And not only did God remind me of just the good blessings that he's given me with my family, but even what he's done for me, you know, what Jesus has done for all of us, not just for me, but for those of you guys are listening. The fact that we didn't deserve salvation, we didn't deserve eternal life, yet Jesus freely gave that to us. You know, and when, as I was just meditating and reminded of what Jesus did for me, I was just reminded, Lord, like no matter what I go through, I get to be overflowing with thankfulness because of what you've done for me. Like, I don't have to fear death now, right? And now I get to walk into my hardships, not being succumbed to my hardships because I know and I'm filled with gratitude. And so it's so important that we remember that 
The goodness of God far outweighs the hardships that we face. And when we focus on the goodness of God and we focus on giving thanks, our heart of gratitude gets to overflow into our hardships. You know, and this has just been so marking to me and I'm just constantly reminding myself of this. Not that I'm perfect. I haven't been able to completely, always continually give thanks. But this is something that I remind myself now, you know, when I'm annoyed to stop and give thanks. And I love what the verses right after six and seven says in Colossians two, in verses 13 to 15, it says, when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. So, you know, going to the verses previously before that, right in verses six and seven, it says an overflowing with thankfulness, right? Just as you receive Christ, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and established, strengthening in the faith as you were taught, overflowing with thankfulness. And you know, thankfulness correlates to what Jesus did to remember that we were once dead, but now we're alive in Christ and we get to give thanks for this. You know, like I, I love th that, just that verse right there, verse 13, you were dead in your sins, but God made you alive with Christ. And so the Lord has been even reminding me too that, you know, there are people out there that are alive in the flesh, but they're dead spiritually right? Their soul is dead. And that's why, you know, there's been times where like I've ministered to people and when I see them receive Jesus and I see the breakthrough, they're radiating. They're, they're full of like light. They don't even have to wear makeup, but you can see a, sh a change and a shift. And that's because they're alive. Their spirit is alive in Christ. And so this just further reminded me, like I once was dead, but now I'm alive in Christ, right? I get to be alive now in the flesh and even afterwards when I die. And same thing for you, you know, when you receive Jesus and you believe in him and you walk in his ways, you were once dead, but now you're alive in Christ. So in Colossians 2, it um, continues after verse 13, he forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. And so I love this because not only did Jesus forgive us and redeem us, but he took away the power, The he, he took away, he disarmed, right? Disarmed the powers and authorities. And that just gives me peace to know like, okay, the enemy, yes, when Adam and Eve fell into sin, the enemy had power over us. But now when Jesus died on the cross, he disarmed them. That means that the enemy has no weapon against us. And this is something that we get to give thanks. It doesn't mean that we don't go through hardships, but in the midst of hardships, we can know that our end story is victorious. We will end in victory because Jesus has given us the way. He's already disarmed the evil powers, you know, the darkness and the things that we see in this world. And so again, we get to rejoice. We get to be overflowing with thankfulness, knowing that no matter what we face, God is greater. So I want to um, read a couple more verses just to help you guys in really getting this honed in your heart. And I would encourage you all to also ask the Lord to give you a revelation in these scriptures to really show you how deep his love is for you, what he did for you on the cross. We never want to make that such an old thing that, you know, like, yeah, Jesus died on the cross. Like that should always hit us hard. That should always give us a great fear, reverence and thankfulness, you know, towards the Lord. But Hebrews 2, 14 and 15 says, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity, so that by his death, he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. 
And so even when I was reading this passage, I was saying, God, I thank you that I don't have to fear death. Right? We get to live every single day with joy. You know, we don't have to live in fear like other people in this world who don't know Jesus because they do have to fear death because death is the end of them. But for us, we don't die, right? Scriptures even says they go to sleep. It uses the word sleep because after death, we get to be with Christ. We get to live for eternity with him. And so what Jesus did was he took the power of death that the enemy took, but Jesus took that away from him. Right, and now we don't have to fear death anymore. We don't have to be enslaved to fear. Ephesians 2, one to three says, and you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. So very similar to Colossians 2, right? Where it says, he made you alive, who were once dead in trespasses and sins because we walked in the ways of the enemy. And so again, I love this because it's just awesome to know like, wow, I'm alive, right? You're alive. If you accept Jesus and live in his ways, you are alive. Now, this doesn't mean that if we believe in Jesus, but we continue to live in sin, that we're alive, which is why this passage specifies right in which you once walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air and so here in the scriptures jesus is defining what it means to be dead in sin which means that we live according to the prince of the power of the air but now that we're alive in christ that means we don't walk in the ways of the enemy we walk in the way of light and this is so important you know i love talking about this and i'm sure those of you who have been listening to you know, our podcast and our videos, you're seeing the same theme about purity, walking rightly, because that is so important, guys, right? Like that's a part of being in Christ. We can't say we live in Christ yet we walk in darkness. You know, First John talks a lot about this, right? It says that in, in God, there is no darkness at all. He is light. And so when we're in him, we also walk in light. But the beauty is when we just remember what Jesus has set us free from, it compels us to want to live rightly, it compels us to want to give thanks, right? Like guys, like no matter what we face, it doesn't, it can't surpass the beauty that we get to have eternal life with Jesus. That needs to be real. We need to be walking with an eternal mindset, remembering that, overflowing with thankfulness. And that's why, you know, when we read the scriptures, the disciples, they went through so much hardship, yet they were able to worship and they were able to take joy in their suffering because they knew their inheritance in Christ. They knew that this life is temporary, right? Paul even says in the scriptures that he would rather have died to be with Jesus, but he knew that he had an assignment here on this earth. And so I pray that, you know, ask the Lord God, give me a revelation of what you've done. Give me a revelation of what's to come, of what my inheritance is in you. And so I pray, you know, that this message really reminds you to give thanks always, to, to have a heart that is overflowing with thankfulness. Right? Like we don't want a little bit of thankfulness. We don't want 10%. We want to overflow so that we leave no room in our heart for bitterness, for anger, for selfish ambition, for whatever, right? We want to be overflowing. And we have to remember too that God commands us to be in thanksgiving. Right? First Thessalonians 5:18 it says, "Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." This is God's will, he commands us. And so whenever you're tempted to be grumbling, Make that a habit to quickly give thanks. Make that a habit to quickly remember God's goodness, God's love, the blessings that you have around you because that will make a difference. And so I wanna to end too with just resharing again, Colossians 2, six to seven. 
I read this earlier, but I'm going to read it again. And it says, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him. So I just want to break these two things down because this is a part of how to live a life in, with thankfulness. You know, we can't do that apart from Jesus. But the key here where it says, because you've received Him, now continue to live your lives in Him. And how do we live our lives in Christ? By being rooted and built up in Him. And so to be rooted in Christ means that we persevere in the midst of trials, right? We stand firm, we're staying rooted. We're still continuing to make Him our source. And so when trials come, be rooted in Jesus. Let, allow that to root you in, like what Jeremiah 17 says, the tree, even though heat may come, even though drought may come, the tree still bears fruit. And so you get to be that. No matter what you're going through, you get to have peace. No matter what hardships you face, you get to have joy. Right, this is what it means to be rooted in Christ, to know who is for you, to know that he who watches over you will neither sleep nor slumber. That's what Psalm 121 says. And I'm preaching to myself, guys. I'm literally preaching to myself. Um, but yeah, you know, we wanna make sure that we're rooted in Christ, that we don't allow the things around us to pull us away back into grumbling. And the second thing to what it means to live in Christ is to be built up. Right, so we want to continue to feed ourselves with God's truth, with His Word. When you think about like, you know, you're building up your muscles, right? You have to receive something. And so to be built up in Christ, we have to receive the knowledge of Him, which is reading the Word, right? Growing in our knowledge of truth, feeding us. And this is how we can then practically overflow with thankfulness. That's why I love this Colossians 2 verse, because it all connects, right? You receive Christ, then to live in Him, you have to be rooted and built up in Him. And that strengthens us in faith, and then we get to overflow with thankfulness. And so understand that with Christ, it's possible. And so I just wanna pray for you guys right now. Lord, I thank you so much, God, for every single person listening, Lord. God, you know the struggles that they're facing, the fears that they're experiencing. And I just feel like some of you guys are also experiencing a lot of disappointment. But I just pray, God, that you would just refresh them, God, with your love. Refresh them, God, with hope, Lord, because Jesus, you are hope. You are the hope of our salvation, God. So Lord, I know that some people may be going through hard times right now, but I pray, Lord, that you yourself would remind them the promises you have for them in store beyond this life, God, and the blessings you have in store too for their obedience, God, in this life, that you will reward them, that there is a reward. I pray that you would remind every single listener that there is a reward for loving you, Jesus. And I pray, God, that you would give them the grace and the ease to overflow with thankfulness, that they get to be a light to those around them because they continue to live rooted and built up in you. So I just pray, Lord, that you would strengthen every single person listening. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you have been blessed by this. Um, I, I do want to share actually one other verse that I'm reminded of as I share this. Philippians 2, 14 through 15 says, Do everything without grumbling or arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God, without fault and a wrapped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And so I just want to remind you, when you choose to live a life with thankfulness, overflowing with thankfulness, you get to be that light. And God sees you as a pure vessel. And that's our, our duty is to love God with all our heart, soul, and mind and strength. And so we want to be pure vessels. So I want to encourage you and challenge you to not give a second to grumble, right? To give thanks the moment that you do and understand that when you do, you get to ask God, or when you do grumble, you can ask God for forgiveness and He'll forgive you. But let's make this our goal to do everything without grumbling so that we can shine 
and be the light and point others to Jesus. So I pray that you have been blessed by this message. And if you have, please leave a review on our podcast. If you're listening on Apple, all you have to do is scroll all the way down and you get to star, share your, you know, your feedback. This helps, um, you know, I love reading through them, but this also helps us to reach more people with our podcast. And lastly, please also prayfully consider giving towards our ministry. We're now currently working on a 30K campaign. The Lord has given us this number um, to really help us to continue to build upon what we're already doing with the ministry so that we can continue to disciple others, help others find God real in everyday life, reach more people. You know, we have online Bible studies that we do too, in case you guys don't know. And so we need all the support. We want to continue um, to create resources like this, to make study guide books. And so all of these require finances. It definitely requires more than myself. And so, you know, all these funds will be going towards, you know, helping people find God real in everyday life. And you get to be a part of that. So um, please prayfully consider donating. You can give at livingrevelations.com donations. So thank you so much for listening. God bless. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Gen Z is the least religious generation, followed by millennials. More than ever does this generation need a revelation of Jesus. And those who are currently believers need to be equipped with the Word of God in their daily lives. Our mission at Living Revelations is to help others find God real in everyday life through blogs, podcasts, media, online Bible studies, and conferences. Every single day, we are impacting lives. We are committed to planting seeds in the hearts of the next generation. Just as planting a seed helps a plant grow, we are planting seeds worldwide to help people grow in the Lord. We want to help others stay rooted in Jesus so their lives would bear fruit for others to taste and see His goodness. Here are some of the seeds we've planted around the world. Hi, my name is Taylor. My name is Clara. Hi, I'm Kathy. My name is Iridia. Revelations has sown a seed in my life by just being a community. By first bringing a community that's kind of just all over the world, getting to be surrounded by such a community with like people with such a fire for the Lord. The Lord really put me into a place of faith and showing me what it really means to serve Him. I have been so blessed to get so close to a couple of the girls that are in the community. I grew up in the church, but I wasn't really living my life the way I am now for the Lord. I'm just so thankful that we're all able to pray together, worship together, read the Word together, study together. Living Revelation has also helped me to zone in to the calling that God has over my life. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different uh, levels in my life. I hope that you can all also feel like the same kind of uh, blessing and help through a Living Revelations or even through Gabby. So. Thank you so much. We have seen the greatest transformation in the girls we disciple through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community. We have had over 140 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our podcasts have had over 16,000 downloads. 
Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs too have reached around 17,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. We are looking to raise $30,000 this coming year to produce study guides to help others study the Bible, to build a team to produce more media, and to expand our online Bible studies and conferences. Our goal is to transform lives to love Jesus. You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com donations. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.